0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the After Hours Podcast. So happy that you're listening. And I'm also very tired. And I'm sitting on the floor of my room with dirty clothes and pillows and things all around me. So I am just ready to take a nap. But I'm also excited to be recording today's episode because I didn't record an episode last week and I've just been feeling kind of droopy and blah blah blah. But anyways, enough about me. We're going to get into the topic of today's episode. So something that I don't know if I've touched on a lot in other episodes. I, I really don't remember. Um I th- I would consider myself a perfectionist. I don't know exactly how one defines perfectionist, I think. I mean, like in my eyes I define it as like someone who feels the need to do well at everything. And I feel like everyone everyone is a perfectionist, and, you know, different aspects of different things because everyone does want to do well. I think everyone means well like that's how human beings are wired but some are just more of a perfectionist than others so I wanted to kind of talk about what that's like and you know I guess just how to kind of get past it because it can be a really good thing or it can be a really annoying annoying thing and yeah I just wanted to go over it so so I think that perfectionism, it's kind of ironic because I think that it can show up when a million things are happening and when not enough is happening. Like sometimes I will have a million things going on in my life and I'm like, oh my God, I need to be doing like, I am not doing well, even though I have so much on my plate, like I need to be doing it all way better than I am. But then if there's like not much going on in my life or I feel as if there's not a lot going on in my life. I feel like I'm not doing enough, and then that's also perfectionism. It's like, I need to be doing more. I'm not doing enough, so there's like, I'm not doing enough, or I'm not doing it the right way, but there's too much on my plate, but I think the important thing to remember in all, all things perfectionism, I feel like I've said the word so many times in the last minute, but an important thing to remember is that you are a human being and being perfect is not in the cards for you. It's not in the cards for anybody. It's just not possible. And that's not a bad thing. It is, like, can you imagine if it were possible to be perfect? No. You can be perfect in the eyes of other people or you can see something as perfect, but perfectionism, it's not... It's not possible to achieve, you know, it's and when you think about it, the fact that everyone, not everyone, but most people strive for it. It's exhausting to think about and to do because it's it's striving for something that you're never going to accomplish. You're never going to be perfect. And. That's just the reality. It's like I said, it's not a sad thing. It's just something that needs to be realized. But. Like I said, you cannot do everything at once. When all of these things are happening in your life, it's, it's really hard to enjoy anything when you have a million things going on. For instance, it doesn't even need to... Like, right now, I have a couple of classes that I'm struggling with in school, and also adding on the fact that like I have a lot of smart friends and I think it's great that they get good grades you know and but like when you're around people who find things easy and you find those things hard it's kind of hard to feel good about yourself even though you know you're trying your best you know I could be trying my best at a class but my best friend could be doing way better because she's smarter and she knows more about it and it doesn't mean that I'm not doing enough. It just means that I don't get it as quickly as she does or something like that. That's just an analogy. But anyways, I have a couple of tough classes. Um, I've been getting up early in the morning to go to speech and work on that. And um, it's just, it's nearing the end of the of the quarter of my senior year and my mind feels so scrambled because there's so much that I feel like I need to be doing but there's already I already feel like there's so much that I'm doing and it's just been so exhausting like we just had um we just had our sex our sections speech meet and you know, if you don't know what speech is, you basically... There's a bunch of different categories, and you pick a category, and you work on the same speech throughout the whole year, and you go into classrooms at a school. on It's on Saturdays. You go into all these classrooms, and there's a judge and, like, four or five other people in your room, and you do your speech, and the judge puts you in a ranking, and... There's three rounds, and then if you, like, are ranked high, you make it to the final round. If you're ranked low, you don't make it to the final round. And then finals is, like, basically, like, the top eight, top seven, whatever, the meet, you know, however many people are there. So I didn't think that I was going to be at SOC for my last two quarters of high school, but I am, and I'm allowed to do speech, so... You know, and I I love speech. I love all of the people who are in speech. So obviously I chose to do it. And I kind of told myself when I started, I was like, okay, you're going to prove that you still, you can still win. Like you still have it in you, you know, like you're going to make it, you're going to try your best and you're going to make it far. That's what's going to happen. And I didn't, I didn't want to jinx anything. I didn't want to set, um, set these standards that I wouldn't be able to reach so now which now that I think of it I probably did that you know I did that well but I was like okay you're just gonna do your best see what happens and I remember the night before sections oh my god you guys I was like I was a wreck I was freaking out and I think this was the perfectionist inside of me it was like oh my god I, I like Obviously I had been I knew how hard I had been working. Like I would do my speech almost every day. I scheduled practices all the time. I would have a practice after school, work on it at home, and then have another practice the next morning, you know, trying to correct the notes that I got. And it it I'm not like complaining at all. I'm just saying like that's how much I would do it, and I loved every second of it. I loved doing all that stuff. And Like, for some reason, when it came to the night before, like, this big meet, I was like, oh my god, I don't feel ready. I'm not ready. I can't do it. You know, like, what if I don't do well? If I don't do well, I'm gonna, like, hate myself. Absolutely hate myself. And um, my speech is about a woman who wants to unalive herself. Um, So I don't know if anyone knows the movie A Man Called Otto but it's about a man who wants to unalive himself and um I was going to watch a different movie I watch movies to get into character so I've been watching a lot of sad movies lately it's like all I've been all I've been watching and I was about to watch this different one And my mom was like you should watch a man called Otto it's really good Tom Hanks like blah 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 I'm like okay so I put that on and I'm literally like I have never felt so much anxiety for such a long period of time like I like the whole time I was watching this movie all I was thinking about was okay like get into character get it like let it sink in you know and also the movie is heartbreaking so I'm like bawling my eyes out as I'm watching it then the movie was over I went down to my room I did the speech a couple of times I watched a video of my speech I wrote down a bunch of notes looked them over and then I went to bed at like eleven thirty. woke up two hours before the bus left S- literally, just so I could be awake. Like, that's how anxious and nervous I was for this meet. And I think that, like I said, that was the perfectionist inside of me was like, I don't think I was really saying it to myself, but in the back, like, deep, deep part of my mind, I was like, You're not allowed to fail. You are not allowed to lose. Like, like I wasn't really acknowledging that but it was definitely there and that's why I was freaking out and doing all these things the night before because I just I needed to win and and then um we went to the meet it was probably the most I don't want to say the most stressful day of my life I don't know what the most stressful day of my life is but that's got to be in the top three or maybe just I don't know it was scary because I didn't know how it was gonna go. But I ended up getting first place for my category. And when I did get it, it was like, okay, like it felt good. But then I it was also like, okay, now state. Now you've state. That's yep, you, you can't like I I wasn't really like letting myself be excited about it. And it wasn't because of anybody else it's not like anyone was downplaying anything it was more just myself like you're not done yet you still have to you know which is a good thing but it's also kind of like I wish that I could let myself enjoy that a little bit more because I did work really hard for that and like if my if my friend like Luke and Chris my two friends who are in duo interpretation they got first place And I, like, talk them up to everybody that I talk about speech with. Like, I'm always like, oh my god, Chris and Luke's duo is so good. I'm so excited for them to go to state. I am so happy for them. But, like, when it comes to myself, it's like, okay, yeah, you got first. It's, like, big deal. Whatever. Okay, now you have to keep working. And like I said, it's a good mindset to have because it keeps me motivated. It... Like, I know that the work's not done, that I still have to keep trying. I know to not get full of myself because that's just how I've been raised, I guess. But there's just this voice inside of me that is like, if you don't continue to win, you are nothing. You know? That's not a good voice to have. And on top of... um well, like after this meet where I got first place, you know, like I had these people congratulating me and, um, I have my coach, my coach, like telling me like, okay, now, you know, we need to work, we need to work. And it's, it's like exciting, but it's also so stressful at the same time. And then I've got like these hard classes. Um, I had a solo contest Work on, and again, I was like telling myself, Okay, if you don't get a perfect 40, like you suck pretty much. And I got a 38, so you know. And then, and I got a when I got back to the school after that, I was like talking to my friends, and they were like, Oh, what'd you get? And I said, Like a 38, and they were like, Oh my god, that's awesome! And I was like, Well, last year I got 40, and they were like, So, and I was like, Well means I got worse and they were like you know it's still a good score but in my head I I don't see that as a good score because it's not what I got last year and it's not perfect so it's it's just draining it's so draining sometimes and you know on top of all of these things that I'm trying to do well at I also you know want to hang out with my friends I want to sit down and breathe, and write a song, and sleep a little bit more, and, you know, try to take care of myself a little bit more, but it feels so impossible with all these things going on. And I I realized that, like, when you are not putting, when you are not prioritizing the right things, you're not really living. You're just kind of like a, like a robot, like a stressed robot that is running around and you look insane like sometimes I feel like especially lately I'll be walking through the hallways and like I just took a chemistry test that I absolutely bombed and I'm walking to the bathroom so I don't start crying in front of everybody because you know people who fail their chemistry tests are dumb and I don't want to be dumb and and it's just like oh my god I look like I am about to blow up and I think some. I know I'm not the only one who does this, but I think sometimes I like downplay that. I'm like, okay, go to the bathroom, let yourself breathe a little, and then you're fine. You know, you are fine. And sometimes, yeah, we all we need is a little pep talk with ourselves. But if it happens over and over and over, where you you feel like this, you feel anxious, and you like cannot handle it, it is okay. It's okay to not be able to handle things. It's really freaking hard to admit it but like you know everyone has their breaking point and I know it's easy to think like okay well this person is taking on way more than I am or something like that like I I do that all the time where I'm like well this person can handle that so I should be able to handle this like this is this is nothing compared to them okay you have different minds you have different bodies you have different families you have different friends everyone has a came- has a completely... I cannot talk today. Everyone has a completely different life. So comparing your life to someone else's is, is just stupid because nothing about it is the same. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. You don't know what kind of childhood they had. You don't know what their parents are like. You don't know what their room is like. You don't know what kind of books they read or how much sleep they get. You can't compare yourself to them because you just you just don't know. You know, it's almost... It's almost like greedy to compare yourself to people because it's not your business. Like, leave them alone. You know what I mean? But anyways, it it feels almost as if you're not living and you're like this robotic person who is just trying to get everything done. And you almost become the stress and the anxiety because it's all you're letting yourself feel. And... I've also noticed that with all of these emotions, it makes being alone so much more dreadful than it sometimes can be. Because, like, it wasn't even that long. I think for just a few days I was really stressed because I thought that I was going to have to learn an accent for my speech before state. And so I was listening to all of these, like, podcasts with um, the accent, I was trying to get it down, but I, like, you know, I have school, so I listen to the podcast during school, I had multiple tests, like, back-to-back within the same days, both in classes that I'm just not doing that well in, and then we had, like, a senior meeting about how we're seniors and we need to get our shit together and make sure we're not being stupid, prom is on Saturday, um, I had solo contest and I wanted to make sure I didn't, you know, forget the words to that song. And I, you know, was telling myself if I don't do the best out of everybody, you know, it's like, I (laughs) just, is going to be embarrassing and all of these things. And I like came home and I couldn't think, like usually when I, lately at least when I've been coming home, it's either I work on my speech, I work on my song or I do homework or I like shower or something like something along those lines and it's just been stress 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 or it's something to do with college you know like filling out a form um, figuring stuff out it's just been absolute mayhem lately and I got home and I just kind of like sat down and <laughs> and I was by myself and I was like oh my god I don't even know what to do I can't I can't think of anything to do but I don't know what to do with myself like it was such a weird feeling when you are in such a go 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 like stressful state of mind where you're doing all these things and they're not even all making you happy when you do have a second to make yourself happy it's almost like you don't have the energy to do it because of all of these dreadful things and it makes being alone so hard because it's like, oh my god, I have no motivation. And yeah, I know it's really sad, but I think, like, that's just kind of what it's like sometimes. Especially in fourth quarter of your senior year, you don't really care anymore. Like, you just kind of want it to be over and all of these teachers are telling you that they expect you to do well. And it's like, okay, you expect me to do well, but, like, what does that change? You know, that's just what you want. That's just what you want for me. It's just... It's it's just tough. It's a tough time. And um, it just gets to a point where it feels unnatural to rest and to lie down. To kind of, you know, kick your feet up, have a conversation with someone, or even just nap. Like, oh my god, I haven't taken a nap in so long. And by so long, I probably mean like a couple of weeks. But, oh my god, a nap would absolutely slap right now. But, anyways... Um, yeah. After, f- or following, sorry, I'm so bad at talking today. Following that, I do think that being satisfied is so overrated. And that might sound ironic because of all the things I just said, like, oh, sometimes you just need to, like, take a nap and rest. Yes, sometimes you do. You can still take care of yourself and not be satisfied. I think that stress comes from, like, telling yourself that you don't know what you're doing and that you're not going to get it done. If you tell yourself those things, you are going to be stressed and anxious because you are causing that. And I'm not saying that, like, obviously anxiety is uncontrollable and it comes and goes in waves. I do think, though, that, you know... Some there are situations where we bring that on ourselves and we make ourselves feel that way only on certain certain occasions I am fully aware that sometimes it shows up at the worst times when we are like why am I feeling anxious right now it can just appear but I think it's important to kind of just not be satisfied with your life you can be content but not satisfied. I think that there is just always something to be chasing. And that is the beauty of perfectionism. Is to have a goal. And then once you reach that goal, to have another goal. That is what keeps people alive. Is setting goals, setting future plans. And things that like keep you up at night in the best way possible. And when you when you do get knocked down and you feel burnt out and you were just done, I think that it's so stupid to wait for people to pick you up and make you feel better. Like, sometimes I'll be at school and I am just like, oh my god, I'm exhausted, I'm stressed, I don't want to be here, there's so many other things I could be working on and I just life is not going well right now but like the idea of I'm not saying don't talk to your friends and whatever like you can you can talk to, to whoever you want about your feelings but you cannot expect other people to make you feel better they can try like I I have friends who I've been I've like been around and I'm like oh, I'm just so stressed but I've, I've never really expected to hear, like, I don't know, like, pity or anything like that. I think that it is up to you to get yourself back up. Like, you can have a little bit of help. People can care for you and be around you and be a distraction. But I think that, evidently, you have to, like, be the one to emotionally be like okay it's time to you know you've been on the ground for too long it has to be a you decision I don't know how else to word that that I I really like my relationship with my friends because I think that almost all of them just kind of just kind of let let me ramble and they don't go too too far with like sympathy or anything like that and I love that like I love it I love a friend who can listen and not be fake and not be and I know that it's not fake to be like sympathetic for other people like I'm sympathetic for people like if someone tells me something hard that's going on in their life of course I'm going to be like okay is there anything I can do but it's just it's just so important to get yourself up again because if someone else does it for you you are going to become reliant on that person And that's just a bad habit to get into. Not saying that other people aren't allowed to make you happy. I feel like I'm like arguing with myself right now. But I think that you are able to understand what I'm saying. And in the end, at some point, if you just let everything build up, it's going to come out. And I think that it is smart to not let it all come out at once. You know? like, let yourself have a moment each day if you need it, to just feel, to, oh my god, to just be, like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed, I'm gonna, you know, like, I don't know, cry, pace, hop a little bit, laugh, like, I don't know what you need to do to get it out, but don't, don't, like, put on a face, even when you're alone, like, like, if, if you're going to bed at night and you need to let it out cry do it cry yourself to sleep sometimes it actually feels really good and it actually heals a lot of what's happening because then that way you're feeling it and you're also i'm not gonna lie like sleeping after crying really hard is kind of nice like it's kind of like a reward you know like you let your emotions out which is amazing I mean, it sucks that you're crying, but, like, you're letting your emotions out, and then you just go to bed. You're just like, okay, I got it out. Like, I think that people say, like, oh, I cried myself to sleep last night, as if it's, like, a bad thing. I mean, like I said, it's not always fun to cry, but it's good for you. I think crying to sleep is, like, the best thing ever. It feels amazing. It feels like a a hot bath with, like, really good smelling bubbles. You know, that's what a good cry feels like to me. But anyways, when your head feels full and you can't take it anymore and you feel like you're going to break. Go back to the basics. OK, think of the things that made you feel better when you were a kid. That's what I do. Any time that I feel like I'm losing myself and I just cannot hold on, I go back to what made me happy as a kid because I don't know what it is about it but it always works like think about think about just all of the things like taking a bath or a shower okay when you were a kid maybe I know that a lot of kids didn't like baths or whatever but there's like an age when taking a bath or a shower is like the best feeling thing and, like, I know that, okay, like, I know that it's still an awesome thing, like, you could be 18 years old and still love to take showers, but there's something about, like, the the innocence of it, of, like, oh, I get to take a bath and I feel so clean, and like, you know that feeling? And also, like, when you're a kid and your mom gives you, like, like a like a warm cup of milk to calm you down or something like make yourself some tea or when your mom puts you down for a nap because you're crying let yourself rest let yourself rest or when you like throw a temper tantrum and you are like screaming crying because you just don't like and I'm talking this as a child like remember when we were kids and we didn't get what we wanted and we would just freak out and cry It's okay to do that sometimes. I'm not saying, like, do it over stupid stuff because when we were kids, we definitely did it over stupid stuff. Like, don't get in a fight with your brother or sister or whoever and, like, punch them and then get in trouble and then have to go to bed crying. Like, that's stupid. But if you're not feeling good, oh my god, have a temper tantrum. Have a temper tantrum. The only difference between now and when you were a kid is now it is up to you to handle it you are, you you're becoming your own guardian, your own parent in a way. Like you still have your mom and dad, but when you are about to get out of high school and you're becoming an adult and you have to learn how to handle these things, it's okay to act like a kid. It's just that, it's just that you're going to kind of have to watch out for yourself now and just let yourself be sad. Like when we were kids, we didn't we didn't hide when we were sad so why do we do it now I don't I don't get it I think it's stupid that we try to hide it and it feels like it's everybody like like when I was little and I got a bad grade on a test I would have cried right in front of everybody but now now I just pretend like I'm I'm okay with failing, failing the test but I'm not like like why do we do that That's so stupid. And we're so judgmental of other people too. That's where perfectionism comes from. Is that we are so mean to each other sometimes. Including just being mean to ourselves. I just... oh, I think that we... Like human beings grow out of self-love in a way. Like as we get older, we get meaner. And maybe that's just me. But I don't know. It seems like a common common thing like we become less understanding of our feelings and other people's feelings because I don't know we've had the wrong experiences or something as we've grown up I don't know but point is perfectionism myth perfectionism exists for sure we've all experienced it with something but reaching perfection it's not gonna happen But like I said in my last episode, trying means everything. So still try, but don't try for perfection. Try for your best. That is what's important. And God, sometimes we just need to let ourselves feel like we're eight years old again. So if you're on the verge of a breakdown, think of what you would have done at seven or eight that would have made you feel better and do it because I guarantee it will help you know if you get broken up with build a lego set color or do finger painting I don't know bake cookies do something that younger you would have fallen in love with in five seconds and you will feel so whole again I know it sounds stupid and maybe it is stupid but that's that's my uh, I don't know that's my advice to you tonight so I hope that I don't know some of that made sense (laughs) Um, yeah moral of the story nobody's perfect but we're all trying so be nice to people. Be nice to yourselves. It's uh it's just not worth it to strive for perfection. Cuz it doesn't exist. So. Yeah. Um thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful night. Good night.